You are Locked On Rangers, your daily Texas Rangers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. One ball, two strikes, two outs. Six to one, the Rangers lead in the top of the ninth. Feliz the high set. Here comes the pitch. Breaking ball, strike three call. The Rangers are going to the World Series. You are locked onto the Texas Rangers. I'm Bryce Patrick, Rangers writer at WFAA. Joined as always by the lovely Morgan Price of LoneStarBall.com. We are here after this just a stinker of a weekend. That that's about it. It's just bad. Morgan, how you doing after this rough Rangers series? Uh I mean, I feel like this series kind of brought the Rangers back down to earth and where we all kind of expected them to be playing for this season. It was bad. It was so bad. And Sunday's game just kind of just kind of tipped it off. Yeah, it really did. This was the first uh, sweep of the Rangers in Houston in ever of any series, be it two games, three games, four games. This is the first one. So I guess there's that on the positive side. <laughs> oh, it's so bad. They're now, what, 5-14 and 14 on the road. And it's weird because it doesn't – I don't know if it – to me it just hasn't felt like they've been that bad. Like even just looking at the standings and looking at their um, – all the games they've played, like it doesn't feel like it's been as bad as the stats say it has. But maybe that's because I came into the season with no expectations of them being good at all. So – no, no, you're right. It's just this series, why it, it's still early in the season. We forget yeah. that because we're in the month of May and we're yeah. almost halfway through it, which wild, absolutely wild to me. But the Rangers were 500 going into this series and then a four-game yeah. sweep. And here they are at the bottom of the division uh, with the fourth rest, worst record in the AL. Uh, thankfully, they're, they're not the 10-win Marlins, but it's, it's still not great. They're in the the bottom of the AL East. It's just four games with this kind of sweepage can can do some damage. But there is still some some bright notes. Uh, we're gonna. What are those bright notes again? <laughs> um, Hunter Pence. Yes. And I guess Gerardo technically, because he still has that zero ERA somehow. You know, that guy in the bullpen that has a zero ERA, that's what that's how I'm going to refer to him as. Yeah. Yeah, just don't call him Ariel, because um, he is not, not a mermaid. <laughs> <laughs> and I would have, so... So I got an explainer on... Yeah, totally fair. Um, <laughs> but I got an explainer on why all of his four runs that he allowed today were unearned. Okay, good, because so... that really confused the heck out of me. Okay, so let me go back to it, like, inning by inning. Uh Shout out to Levi Weaver for explaining this ruling to me. God bless um, Levi. Yeah, God bless him for so many reasons. Okay, so let's go to where he first came in. Um, so Gerardo came in for Adrian Sampson in the bottom of the fourth after um, Tony Kemp reached on a leadoff single, then George Springer singled, and then he struck out uh, Bregman. Sampson did. Um, and then Gerardo came in, 
and then Michael Brantley, he got to pop up. And then Carlos Correa singled right up the middle, and Danny Santana playing his, I believe, second game in center field this season. Um, back-to-back games, it's been. So Saturday and Sunday, he played there. And so he was charging in on this ball to try and pick it up and just kind of limit the damage. And it just got under his glove, and he had to, like, chase back behind it. And he didn't – he kind of looked like, at this point, it was just – everything was sad and bad and terrible. Um, on this play and after it Texas Texas was down six to one against Houston so I do want to give a shout out to um, well first off since it is Mother's Day as we're recording this to to my mom shout out to mom who supports this podcast and I'm sure Morgan do you do you also want to I would also like to shout out my mom who probably listened to this in like two three weeks when she's finally caught up but hi mom (laughs) (laughs) yeah so you know who else's mom was in attendance? Well, probably Corbin Martin, who made his major league debut today. Um, he's a he's a Houston kid. He's an Aggie kid. Um, so for those of you who who whoop and do all that nonsense, um, <laughs> this is your boy. He had a heck of a debut. He really shut down the Rangers. He struck out nine Rangers in five and a third innings. He's actually doing better right now than Forrest Whitley in AAA. Forrest Whitley is their top pitching prospect, who's just absurdly good so it it only gets worse from here um you thought oh well the astros all their young guys are up here it's all it's all over now no oh great no it's not but yeah corbin martin aggie kid born in 95 wow born in 95 so he's he's old wow. he's like a 24 year old rookie 23 yeah he turns 24 three days after christmas so oh that's fun i hope so. he gets double presents Probably doesn't. My dad, his, his birthday is the day after Christmas. So, oh, that's uh, a bummer. Boxing Day. Um, so, shout out to dads as well. <laughs> more shout outs will come on Father's Day, too. So, but yeah, so just a little note there. But Danny Santana, before that error and outside of that error, looked fine in the outfield. Um, and he looked good on Saturday. So, that's something that's positive, that's worth mentioning. Also, other positive things that happened. Elvis Andrews hit a, his sixth home run of the season yes. off Chris Davinsky. Isaiah Kiner-Falefa went yard in yes. the Crawford boxes um, for his first home run this season, which is also where his first home run ever was. Um, and I feel like, honestly, half, at least half of his career home runs have been the Crawford boxes. So we were looking this up beforehand, but trying to figure out what the Crawford boxes were. It's not like um, McCovey Cove where... Where Willie McCovey, who is the lefty hitter for the the Giants, just deposited so many balls into the Cove that they just named it McCovey Cove. I don't know why they didn't name it Bonds Bay. Uh, that would have been much better. <gasps> That's a good name, too. Yeah, totally missed opportunity. Um, anyway, beside the point. Her boxes are those little that really short left field porch in Minute Maid Park. And apparently it's, it's named that because Crawford Avenue or street or whatever. Street. Yeah. Uh, Crawford street um, was, is right there, but I'm like, okay, so who is Crawford? And right. Morgan, you looked that up. Can you, can um, you ex- tell us who this Crawford person was? Let me, let me get that back up. Hold on. It was not named after uh, Giants shortstop Brandon Crawford or Mariners shortstop slash third baseman slash second baseman JP Crawford in case 
y'all were wondering. But So I was also thinking, I knew it was because the stadium was on Crawford Street, but you would think Crawford would be someone important to Houston somehow. But I mean, I guess technically he is, but from this random article I found on Google um, about Houston streets, huh, not the picture. <laughs> um, I'm so proud of myself for that. Anyway, fantastic. Um, <laughs> I'm so proud of you too. <laughs> uh, Crawford was named for Joseph Tucker Crawford, a British agent who was sent to Houston to evaluate the developing situation in newly formed Republic of Texas back in 1837, which that's apparently what it is according to, um, this historic Houston streets, just to name a few. Bill McCurdy wrote it nine years ago, so if it's wrong, he's wrong. It's not my fault, but yeah, it's all it's all Bill's fault. Okay, we I realized we just got off on a tangent of, of why <laughs> we were talking about that, but Gerardo had four unearned runs, so oh, yeah, yeah when he, we went, well, we went way off. We definitely went way off. So <laughs> let me get back to that. So after the Correa single, three runs score. There was a two base error, and then Carlos Correa is the only batter that that Gerardo let, let on. So it felt like he let up like 30 runs, but it was really just, there was those three and that was his one base runner that he allowed. And then Josh Reddick grounded out on the first pitch to end that inning. And then we go on to the fifth inning where things got even worse, of course, as things do. So Yuli Gariel reached on an error, a throwing error by Estrebo Cabrera. And he even got to to second. This is such a weird play where Yuli Gurriel um, and Guzman like collided. So Guzman was trying to like trying to corral this throw, and it put him like basically he had to get like on top of the bag instead of just like being able to reach out. And like he kind of tried to pirouette and almost like somersaulted over uh, Yuli Gurriel. It was just such a weird play. <laughs> and then he couldn't even get to the throw, and the throw went into the dugout. So. That put Gurriel on second. Then Aledemis Diaz um, flew out to chew. Stasi ground out. So he got, all right, two outs. So at this point, um, since the inning should have ended already, all of the runs from this point on, since that error should have been the out that adds up to three, that's why everything from this point is an unearned run. So right after this, George Springer single, um, Alex Bregman homer. No, 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 George. There we go. Tony Kemp. Good lord, <laughs> totally botched this. Anyway, after the Stasi ground out, Tony Kemp singled on a ball to right field. That scored Guriel. George Springer singled on a ball to right field. Tony Kemp to second. Springer to first. Then Alex Bregman, two and two count, and he hits an absolute blast to center field for home run number twelve of the season. So he's finally tied with with Joey Gallo. I don't like Houston. I just, that just needed to be said. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> totally fair point. Yeah, it needed to be said. And then Michael Brantley popped out on the first pit. Nope. O two 2 count. There we go. Yeah, so that's how eight, what was it, seven or eight runs scored? I think that's seven. Yes, seven total runs scored while Harada was pitching. Good Three Lord. of them. Three of them were inherited, and the four that he allowed were unearned. So, wild day for Gerardo, who still has a perfect 0.0 ERA. I think he's allowed, like, six different um, unearned runs this season so far. I could be wrong, but anyway, 
there wasn't much else positive this season. The series, uh, Guzman came back and he hit a blast. Uh, I want to say that was Thursday, Saturday night. I don't know. All these games are kind of running together as badness. I think it was Saturday. Yeah. No. Yeah, I'm right. I'm right. Uh, three run bomb by Guzman late in the game. Seventh inning off Chris Davinsky. So yeah, come on, Chris Davinsky, get it together. Or don't. Actually, I would have preferred that you didn't. <laughs> um, we're going to door had his third stolen base of the year. Alex Andrews had his just his second error of the season and his first since I want to say the first weekend against the Cubs. So. Some points there. Drew Smiley is back. He pitched four and two thirds innings. Don't don't look at anything else. Uh, Kyle Dowdy pitched an inning in that game. Oh, opener uh, Jesse Chavez was very good. Yeah, perfect inning. That was neat. Uh, Juan gave up uh, two hundred runs on Saturday. Uh, and one more bright spot that I actually think was a very bright spot. Jose Leclerc looked fantastic. Yes. And his one of the third innings, he struck out three and. Just had no problems at all. One and three perfect innings. There we go. No drama. <laughs> all right. So as we were in the process of recording this episode, um, our, our segment two, we had a really great idea to, to roast some bad hats. And I have some friends that, that really like to, to roast bad hats. And Ranger Twitter, I think you might know a few of them. So when we come back after the break, we're going to roast some bad hats. And we're back with our very special guest. Did I? I'm gonna I'm gonna mispronounce the name. I already know, Joe. Joe Urshery. Yeah, that's close enough. Eh, close enough. Close <laughs> enough. Close only counts in horse grenades, as as they say. Um, I'm, Joe, how you doing? I'm doing really well. How are y'all? We're good. 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 It's a good day to discuss bad hats, and that's exactly what we're here to do. There's a there's a certain group of of individuals that um, will remain nameless, but it is a, a small group devoted to the denigration of bad hats. And as soon as we came up with this idea to to roast hats, I knew exactly who I needed to re- reach out to, and it's Joe. Joe is is the leading expert on what constitutes a good and a bad hat. So, Joe, I'm so excited that we we got you here on this this hallowed night. I'm I'm very excited to be here. I've been waiting for y'all to contact me, and I knew it would be one of my three areas of discussion, areas of expertise you wanted to discuss, and that is uh, either Game of Thrones, bad hats, or the disaster that was the 2011 uh, World Series bullpen roster construction. Yeah, and that's the, bad hats are the only happy topic out of those three. So <laughs> the other ones are completely depressing right now. Well. I- I could bring you on for for being a good dad talk, but it's not Father's Day yet. It it is Mother's Day, and and so we're we're a ways off of that. But yeah, let let's go ahead and just pencil that one in, though. All right, <laughs> let, let's, we'll put you on the schedule, the the master schedule of many guests that we have, <laughs> because we are a very good and organized podcast. We do very at least much. have a we do at least have a Google Doc of notes <laughs> that that's running. So that's. That's some some loosely structured things, but let's go ahead and, and get into the beat of the subject of bad hats. So I, I don't remember what what brought this on. Oh yeah, yeah. The Rangers finally tweeted out um, their their list of the hats for what is it? University days, nights, um, times of day. Just yeah, university days is what they're officially calling it. Um, sponsored by Fox Sports Southwest. So they've got 
a lot of different hats. Um, it, oh gosh. And they tweeted out the thing. It, it didn't just have like a still picture, which is all that I wanted. It's like a moving graphic. So like all the hats are like spinning in and out. And so I, it won't just like stay on one thing, but yeah, like clearly they hired a new intern who knows how to uh, run video. So someone was showing off. Yeah. Yeah. They're definitely showing off, but they've done some good tweets. So I'll, I'll give them this. So that's fine. But Let's just start with with these ones because we're we're gonna go through a lot of the ones that are happening this year, but they have the ones they have on this graphic are TCU, Oklahoma State, OU, Texas Tech, Baylor, UTA, and University of Texas at Austin. And I'll just say they look like the exact same hat. They're all the same. Yeah, they just kind of changed some stitching color and threw a logo on the bill, and uh, they're kind of patting themselves on the back about spinning out like 12 uh promo nights over that and i don't like the the mesh netting trucker hat look to begin with and it's boring the whole hat is boring yeah i think they did that to to like delineate that these are like street smart hats and not like college book smart hats because they can't be too snooty with them (laughs) (laughs) that's very true and I'm really against like just toned down colors in general, especially when you add like that mesh on the back. It's just like a fashion crime on a fashion crime. And it's just, it's the most meh hat. It, it's not decidedly like awful. Like there've been some truly awful hats. Like we'll, we'll get to one after this, but like it just does absolutely nothing for me. It's just clearly the most like mass produced thing they could just toss out. Yeah, yeah, and like the thing is, it looks exactly like the um, where'd it go? The like stars and Mavericks one that they have it looks almost like the exact same thing. They just changed the colors and the logos. Actually, no, 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 the stars and Mavericks ones—they're both white. But let's go ahead and get on those. Morgan, Morgan sent in a picture of them in our little DM. Um, but the Mavericks one really looks bad. It's not even the same color. They have like a baby blue on it, and I'm like, that's that's not the Mavericks color. Did you, did you even like look at them? Like just what's going on there? It's like they got crossed up with the Mavericks and like UNC. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the Mavericks do have one player that just graduated from UNC this weekend. So maybe like they got confused. I don't know. But also like, I wonder if the shading on the bill is just because of the picture or if that's how it actually looks. Because it's like some weird ombre effect. Ooh, good word choice. I did not Thank think you. I would be discussing ombre on this podcast, <laughs> but here we are. Discussing ombre with your ombres. Oh, my. <laughs> the funny thing is about that that stars cap, though. I mean, like, I at least kind of like the color scheme. And I don't think that one's mesh from the color, like, from the pictures that you sent. But also, that's not even the stars green either. No, it, ah, it's close. It's a darker, I don't know. That's a hard green to get. But they, the thing is, they got it uh, from 2018. The star, go look up the Stars cap from 2018. We're going to tweet out a bunch of threads of all of these hats um, because this is a, an audio medium, but we're discussing visual things, which is a, a great choice by us. Um, but we're going to tweet it out on at Locked On Rangers. Um, make sure you follow us at Locked On Rangers, at Bryce Patrick, at Morgan Price. And wait. Dang it, Joe! What is what is your what is your your um? Uh, my Twitter your uh, 
at the Joe Ursery, U R S E R Y. Don't worry, it's not important. There you go. <laughs> there you go. But last year's Stars hat, Stars Rangers hat, Rangers Stars, whatever, looked really good. I feel like they could have done that for the university hats this year, too. Yeah, just go with one one solid color and then throw the logo on the side yeah the thing the, the only thing that i don't like about the 2018 stars hat is like clearly they had like a saint patrick's day hat <laughs> and then they threw the stars logo on on the side but then someone at some focus group meeting was like no that isn't stars enough so they had to put the logo <laughs> on the bill with that like denim fade like bleach fade thing too. yeah so but also well, the university hats this year look like it's the logo from the spring training hats. Yep. I just, uh, I wish they would do better. They have so much potential. And like occasionally they do have some good hats, but I really want to get to the, the worst hat I've ever seen that I, I sent you guys. And we're going to go definitely go tweet this out. But it is a camo bucket <laughs> hat for Armed Forces Day, which is, I don't even remember when that was. Has that already happened or... Did I miss that? I don't, I don't think it's happened. So the actual on-field cap, um, uh, it's like, it's just this camo with like a gold, I don't know, it just, it looks bad. It reminds me of those like, um, for lack of a better term, poop and pee unis <laughs> that the Padres had when they hosted that All-Star game. But, and they have this, I don't know, I guess it's, I don't, I want to give them credit for being like semi-clever, cool-ish with the, the little logo on the side that's like a home plate with the stars and the stripes, but it the color scheme looks terrible and the execution looks terrible. And it's a bucket hat without like a little strappy thing. It just whew. Joe, what do you think of this hat? Oh, well, first off, I, I can't let you denigrate um the San Diego Padres of which I have been a fan, uh, a dedicated fan for decades. So <laughs> I, I feel I need to point out that. But yeah, this hat like I don't know how much it costs, but whatever thirty one thirty one ninety nine, and it is quote almost gone because that, it is so in demand. That is thirty one dollars and ninety nine cents of bail money that someone is gonna <laughs> lose out on. <laughs> this is facts. This is this, and th- like the camo in gold. Just it's got like this like weird like a uh, modern day Roman Empire feel to it. Am I am I crazy with that? <laughs> No, that's no, it accurate. definitely does. I couldn't put yeah, my finger on yeah. it, but that kind of nails it. The thing is, on this website that I'm looking at, there's like three different other, like, not the official Armed Forces Day caps that are that are going on that are camo. Like, it's, there's one that's like, oh my gosh, this one actually, it had some potential before they made it camo-ish. It's like a... The main tee is in black. The hat is black. It has like five gold or green stars on the back. But like the the parts of the tee that are normally like blue and white trim around it are like three different shades of like camo types of green. So like it's a black and like gray camo with like that kind of tee on the front. And it's just why is there such a demand for camo hats, especially when it comes to baseball or just camo apparel? I don't understand. Who's wearing this? It's like people who want to spend a lot of money on fishing apparel to not go fishing in. <laughs> that sounds about right. I'd buy that. 
I mean, I wouldn't buy any of the camo things, but... There, there's only five left of this hat, by the way. Just five. Oh my gosh. Well, that is the best news I've received all day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the next hat I want to go through is is one that... it It's a sponsored hat? I don't, I don't know what the deal is with, with this hat. It's the, the Whataburger Fancy Ketchup hat. When I heard that there was a Whataburger hat, I thought, oh boy, that's exciting. A Rangers like Whataburger hat. That's a, like a great crossover in theory, but in execution, uh, you they can't have hats at Whataburger too. You had like a perfect model to follow. Yeah, that's the thing. But instead, they took like the one type of hat that is like you you can't do. It's it's the MAGA hat. Like you can't do red hats with white letters. Like it's no. just it immediately. It's a it's an immediate correlation to to something that is just. It, it it stirs up a lot of feelings when I see red hats with with white letters. I'll tell you that. It, it's clearly not something you want to accidentally tie yourself up with. Right. No. And you no. double check like every time I see someone with a red hat and white writing, I like double check like is that what hat is that? What's what's going on there? Yeah. Yeah. Which I think they had a Waterburger hat last season too, but it was just like a normal like orange and white with the logo, I think. Actually, it might have been a bucket hat, too. I'm starting to feel like that's what it was. But I don't know why they chose to go with the ketchup packet logo thing this year. They could have gone with the better ketchup, the spicy ketchup, at least. That's black and white. like that. Yeah. Yeah, that would look pretty clean, I, I gotta say. That just makes this look so much worse in retrospect. Yeah. It's just they had options, and they totally fumbled it. Yeah, I mean, bucket hat is a difficult execution to pull off um, the the one that they did before, and I'm I'm pro bucket hat in certain situations. I have one bucket hat that I wear. It's a Myrtle Beach Pelicans hat. It is light. I'm gonna have to take a picture of it because I can't find I can't find pictures of it anywhere on Google because they don't sell it anymore. Um, so I have to have a go go have a word with with Chuck about this um, and get them to start selling it again. But it's like light blue, and it just said MB. It didn't even have like an actual pelican on it, but it had like the little string on it. And I used to wear it when I was a lifeguard and back when I was a manager. And so it just said MB, this this baby blue and with uh, gold under trim. And so nobody knew who the Merle Beach Pelicans were at my pools. None of the lifeguards that were under me. So like, wait, what does your M stand for? And I was like, it stands for manager Bryce. That's it. <laughs> and they just took it as gospel. I was so proud of myself. I like that you have like good memories surrounding a bucket hat. Like that's <laughs> that's really like heartwarming and wholesome, and I appreciate that. Yeah, I also have good memories surrounding um, an actual bad hat. Um, actually, one that that you gave to me, Joe. Do you want to you want to tell the people <laughs> about the the story behind the worst hat that I own? Ooh, I can't yeah, wait to hear uh, this. Okay, so you know, Bryce mentioned before there's a, there's like a a years long group chat, um, and really, really the nexus of it was is us making fun of this um angels um it was like a spring training hat and it, it was one of those terrible like subgenre of hats where they took like, like a hawaiian shirt and made it into a hat and threw an mlb <laughs> logo on it and it was just such a crime against humanity and we in this group chat that had just it was like nascent we didn't have a purpose it just kind of been thrown together um we spent like an entire afternoon just nonstop roasting this hat. <laughs> so when when Bryce graduated, um, I actually I found the Texas Tech version of this hat. 
And oh I believe God. Bryce, I, I know this hat sat in my in my study for two years, and and I'm still sorry about that, but I don't remember this detail. <laughs> Is it mesh at the back? I'm going to have to go look this up. I think it is. Let's just, for the sake of the podcast, for the art, let's just say that it is. But it is so, so, so bad. So uh, I bought it as, like, his graduation present. And uh, and then for, like, the next, like, 48 times that I saw Bryce, I forgot it every single time. <laughs> so, and it was, like, the first thing he said every single time. He was like, hi, Bryce. Dang it. Dang it, the stupid hat is sitting there taunting me. Why have yes, I not given it, it to you? Sat there staring at this hat is so, so horribly ugly. I am so sorry, but <laughs> all's well that ends well. And Bryce has this horrific hat, and I have that like 18 square inches of space free in my study and in my mind now, <laughs> where it was occupying my every thought. Yeah, I promised him whenever we, whenever he finally brought it to me, I'm like, wherever we are, I don't care where it is. Like, I will wear this hat for the rest of the night, and I did. Which it was actually at, yeah, it was actually at an athletic meetup, um, and so I was just wearing that for the entire night. And there was a lot of media professionals that I was meeting for the first time, and here I was wearing this hat. I was like, I don't normally wear this hat. It, there's a story, <laughs> but. Man, but my see, word. Kind of maybe it like it gave you an in for networking because people would be, be like, "All right, I gotta talk to this kid with this this war crime of a hat on." <laughs> I think it might have helped because I met a lot of people that night and they were all very friendly and they were all very curious about just the origins of that hat. So, so... it's like it's like peacocking. <laughs> Instead of trying to pick up women, I was just trying to make business acquaintances. I don't think it's coming through on the audio, but I'm rubbing my forehead so hard right now. (laughs) (laughs) So did this hat, was the Hawaiian print like on the bill of the hat? It was everywhere. Oh, because the Rangers had a giveaway in 2016. I think it was 2016. And like, it was a Hawaiian themed hat, but I think it like the print was just on the bill of the hat. And I only know this because I somehow entered myself into a giveaway on accident and won. And that was one of the things in the box of miscellaneous items I had won. Oh, gosh. Yeah. If we ever do like a podcast meetup, we need to both wear those hats. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. This is fantastic. We've been talking so long about roasting, roasting hats. And, you know, it. this is good content. But I, I wanted just everyone to bring up like one one good hat. That, that the Rangers have made, um, I don't know, in the last few years. Is there is there one good hat that, that stands out to any of y'all? If, if not, I can go first because I have one in mind. I have one, and it's kind of ironic considering I pretty much just roasted it, and it's the spring training hat. I like that logo with the Texas behind the T, but I like it in the spring training okay. colors. I just don't like it as the university hat. It looks good with the, like, I think they have it in, like, the blue cap and the red bill. I actually own it, and it looks pretty sharp. I like that it's different from their regular season hat. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Joe, do you have a a specific hat that you like? I'm not. I'm going to go in the future with this one, and exactly (laughs) one week in the future. But uh, they're doing a uh, Carter Blood Care hat uh, week st louis is in town so obviously we need to multiply the eldritch nightmares we can't just have one uh but uh it's uh 
it's a little bit bland. It's kind of just khaki, but it's got kind of a cool uh, logo of uh, the ballpark, and it says final season on it. So, so it's a it's a fairly decent little uh, giveaway. Oh, I thought it was good. They were going to have that then because they wanted to make the, the Cardinals bleed in their last time in Globe Life Park, <laughs> which would be fair. Um, yeah. I have I have one, and usually I, I'm not a fan of like the military appreciation. Um, I am a big fan of troops and the troops, um, all forms of troop, um, especially since my brother is is an active troop in in the Navy right now. But they had this. Um, they usually do such a bad job because they usually go overboard with the camo with these military appreciation stuff. But last year they had this like navy and gold, um, like the Naval Academy like colors. Um, on this navy hat and it was just like really crisp and clean they didn't try and do too much they didn't try and go overboard and it ended up looking really nice actually it might have been like more of a royal blue um with it i'll i have the cap with me actually um so i'm gonna have to go tweet out this this big long thread of of all these hats tonight and then this will be y'all listening to it so you'll actually know what we're talking about i kind of like that as a tease just tweet about hey Check this out. <laughs> Random hats. Why are why is is at locked on Rangers just tweeting a, about a bunch of hats? I don't understand what's going on, but but this is great. This is great talking about bad hats and and occasionally some good hats. There's thank you. You are now our dedicated um, correspondent, Joe, for for <laughs> hat roasting. Um, you're our first correspondent, and we we do appreciate you taking the time to to share with us your expertise in this very important field. So thank you, Joe, for joining the podcast. Thank you all for having me. Is there any work you'd like to plug any of, of your own or tweets or, I don't know, good dogs that you saw? I, I don't know, anything that you want to promote? I had a random dog show up in my garage today, but there really isn't much <laughs> to promote for it because I just found his owner and took him home. So Okay. So I guess just promoting general being good to dogs. and helping General find dog awareness, yes. Uh, that's an important cause. We we appreciate you being so brave and, and standing up for that cause, Joe. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> well, that's it for our show today. We thank you for, for listening to us now and, and then again tomorrow and then, I don't know, again the next day. I don't know. Just in perpetuity. Sounds good. Um, but make sure you tell your friends and enemies and loved ones and, and those you don't even know about Locked on Rangers and subscribe on any of your podcast preferred podcast platforms. Um, ours is, of course, the Himalaya app. Um, but thanks so much for joining us. I'm Bryce Patrick. I'm Morgan Price. And hashtag together we pod. <laughs>